I am so glad y'all joined us tonight. We are going to have a great night tonight. We've got some wonderful guests tonight, some so many talented people that are joining us in this venture that we are on, adventure. Yes, adventure, adventure, whatever you want to call it. To me, it's a little bit of both. It's an adventure because you never know who's going to be on here. So my name is Carolyn. I'm your host for Carolyn's Corner Live. And again, I'm thrilled that you joined us tonight. And without too much, I don't want you to have to wait very long. Let's get right to it. I want to bring on an amazing guy, a great friend, and my wonderful co-host. He's the co-host with the most. <laughs> Please welcome Mr. Paul Gallagher. Hola. Hola. Hey, Paul. Hola. Welcome. <laughs> so good to see you. Paul, yes, you got to <laughs> remind me to turn my camera on. It was on, then it just bloop, just turned off. That's all like, so glad <laughs> I don't know. It's working now. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. So, Paul, welcome. I'm so glad you're with us tonight. I'm excited about tonight. I'm going to tell them all about it in just a moment. Um, so, as y'all know, for those of you who have been watching, we have another wonderful gentleman that's been helping us. And without him, it just wouldn't be the same. He is our, um, what did we call him? Consultant. A consultant. He's also a singer, a songwriter, and a poet, among so many other things. Basically, I think he's the one that tries to keep us in line. Poor guy. He's got his work cut he's, out for him. Oh, my Lord. Does he have his work <laughs> cut out for him? He I does. think he's already like, I cannot believe. Yeah, he's probably like, that's enough of this. That's enough of this. <laughs> Let me bring this great guy on the screen so you can say hi to him. Please welcome Mr. Jerry Bradley. Hey, Jerry. Hey, guys. everybody. It's good to see you guys. Good to see you. How are you doing tonight, Jerry? I am doing okay. Uh, my five-year-old and I, we had a grand and wonderful day. My five-year-old granddaughter. That's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, that is so awesome that you so, have a five-year-old granddaughter and I have a five-year-old grandson. They're the best. They are the best, especially when you're grandparents. And if we could siphon just a little of that energy. Oh, yes, my Lord. I just want a thimbleful. I'd be pretty happy. I would be pretty happy. So, guys, I don't know about you guys, but I am super excited about tonight's show. I'm excited every single week because every single week we have more and more talent coming on our show. And I'm just thrilled that they've chosen to be here and accepted our invitation to be here on Carolyn's Corner Live. Tonight is no exception. Um, we have a young lady all the way from, and let me make sure I say the city right, because I'm always mispronouncing things. She is from Oildale, California. And I want to ask her about that. I'm guessing maybe because they struck it rich in oil. <laughs> Who knows? There's no telling what happened. But um, our, our special musical guest tonight is H. Nicole Anderson. So, guys, what do you say? Let's bring her on and get this show on the road. A round of applause. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, oh, by the way, before we bring her on, remember, you can comment in the comment section and we can see what you're typing. So I see everybody saying hi to Paul and to Jerry. Good to see you all. Thank you so much. Our loyal viewers and amazing people out there. We just love you to death. Thank you for helping us and always being there for us. Honestly, we mean that. So, folks, this young lady, like I said, is from Oildale, California. Let's go ahead and bring her on and let her meet you all. Her name is H. Nicole Anderson. Here she comes. Hey, Hi, Nicole. Hey. So Hi. Uh, I heard you're going to have some talented people on tonight. Yes. Is I that, hate to put you on the spot. Oh, is that, is that me? <laughs> I think so. No pressure, oh, Nicole. No pressure. You don't have to be too, don't be too talented. If you're too talented, uh, we won't know how to act. Welcome okay. to Carolyn's Corner Live, Nicole. I'm so glad you're here. You look beautiful tonight. I, thank you. Well, the yellow and the blue. It's I perfect. Don't 
Well, I don't want to be downer, but we know what those colors are, don't we? No, nah, I can't think right offhand. I've been taking yeah, too yeah, many paints. Yeah. What yeah. is it, Jerry? Watch the news. Come on. Watch the oh, news. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Again, I've been. I, I, you know, yeah, I want to thank Carolyn, though, because the last week, I two weeks ago, I was feeling really bad. And like, I said, I got to get some, you know, new videos. I got some. So the last four or five days with all this stuff going on in Ukraine, it, it kept me totally away from that and yes. got my mind off of it. Because I'm the type of person, I just get consumed with that stuff. And Absolutely. It's a, it's a as horrible a, thing. It sure is. As do a I, lot I've, of us. I've learned to so take sad. myself out of that situation yeah. and not watch the yes. news because, oh, my goodness, just you just get so depressed from just watching everything that's going on. So, Absolutely. Yeah, and that's why we do this yeah. show. Just pray. Yes, we, we want to <laughs> shed a little bit of light in a sometimes otherwise dark world. So if we can bring a little bit of light into people's lives on an evening, on a regular Wednesday evening to make you smile, then we've done our right. job, right? Thumbs up, guys. So I love your background there. You're Hank Williams. That's hey, awesome. Yeah. Yes. I love yeah, it. Hey. I love it. I love it. So I was, was yeah, yeah, I was just going to tell them you did, um, you did a few videos for us. And folks, when I say she did the videos, she completely redid the videos or, com well, completely redid them. And okay. I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled to, to, for y'all to hear these songs. So I'd like to give you, let y'all give her a warm welcome. This is Nicole H. Nicole Anderson. Harper Nicole Anderson. Yeah. Harper. So do you go by Harper or just Nicole? I, Nicole, I forgot to ask you that. H. I go by Nicole, but H. Nicole is kind of like a literary name. I got and you. Okay, I love that. Yeah. I just have one name. It's just Carolyn, plain old Carolyn. I need to give me a better name. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> I've been called that. a few names, but nothing that I would care to repeat here. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I start calling you Mama C. Mama C. Mama oh, C. yeah. Yeah, I feel like Mama C to everyone, which is, that's really great. So, um, Nicole, everybody can um, can see us, they can hear us, and they can comment in the comment section. So, let me encourage everyone that's watching right now to make sure you say hello, show some love, because we're about to get started right away with your first song, Nicole. Because I don't want to waste any time. I want to get right to it because you work so hard on the on these. So the first song that we are gonna the first video that you did is a song. I we've all been there, done that. It's uh the title of it is Cold Day in Hell. Why don't you tell the audience what inspired you to write that song? So um somebody wrote the first line on Musicians Unite group. They the first line prompt was uh, cold, uh on a dusty dusty country road. In the middle of July, that was it. Nice. I just took the prompt, and then I thought, suddenly I felt a chill, and then I just wrote the whole song. It took me, it took me about two years to finish the song and, and get it down. Wow, uh, that's a long yeah. time, but not for something that you're passionate about. It's really well, not. I mean, sometimes songs take forever to be born. It, <laughs> it, it's all in the rewriting. The people just think they're going to just do a screen stream consciousness and it's just really you get an idea you just have to keep working 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 yeah and that's one uh, of my um my flaws i never want to rewrite but i know that's the right thing to do rewrite is right <laughs> rewrite 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 so nicole i really love these videos that you've done for us they're definitely unique and you did them for us um, exclusively for carolyn's corner live and I just think they're really cool because they're completely different than anything we've seen so far. And I just know that our, our no, I love them. I, I know our audience is really going to like them. Um, okay. So are you, are you ready? They will, Nicole. Let's so go. let's go ahead and let's, are you guys, are y'all ready to hear the first song or see the first video? Cold day in hell. Let's go for it. Yes, we are. 
We are ready. So, Nicole, here is your first song. And, folks, we'll be right back after the video is over. Pay close attention. Pay close attention, not close. See, I got to learn how to talk better. We'll be right back. Here's Cold Day in Hell by H. Nicole Anderson. Or, here we go. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Come sing with us. That was so great. What you know, a great that, job. That song is it's funny because I, I list I know I'm not that old, but I listen to uh 60s and 70s 
I listen to the oldies. I for some reason the oldies are stuck. And that song reminded me something straight out of like late sixties, early seventies type uh type vibe. Yeah, You're right, Paul. You're right, Paul. What about you, Jerry? What'd you think? It's pretty cool, right? I, yeah, I like the video. I, I, it was. It was really nice. And and Nicole, don't don't you know cut Carolyn some slack. It took her three weeks to stop calling me Bradley. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it is so true. It is so true. Everybody names name badges, and they need to be really big so I can see them without my glasses. I think that should be a prerequisite. <laughs> yeah, that was a great song, Nicole. So I was looking over a little bit of your information, and I saw that you got, just real quickly, um, that you got a full scholarship to Cal Berkeley College. Is that correct? Yeah. Wow. The number one public university in the universe. Wow. And you got in. Well, darn, I feel like we're in the presence of greatness. Then congratulations. Well, it was so tough. I got, I got clean, uh, about in 2000, I can't, let's talk at the time. I got clean and sober. It's actually just right. in, uh, 2008. Okay. And I've been clean ever since. And, uh, that's awesome. I was placed on disability for bipolar, which was my underlining thing. You know, there's always right. an underlining. Yes, so absolutely. I, I self-medicated all my life. So I was placed on disability, and I had enough money to live. And I'm like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life now? Oh, I had a sales job that was uh-huh. driving me crazy. What were you selling? Uh, cable services with Comcast. Oh, boy, I don't know if I'd like that. I've done a lot of oh, sales, my. but never cable. It wow. was a lot of it was a lot of fun actually, except they kept trying to screw us out of our commissions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll happen. So, yeah, but that's a long story. But uh, so I, I couldn't go back to that. There's no way because yeah. that's one of the. So I said, "What am I going to do with the rest of my life?" And I said, "Well, let me go back to school." And I originally wanted to get a two-year degree to become a. Um, uh, to do uh, therapy of, of some sort. That's awesome. But that didn't work out. But when I went back to school, I said, oh, my God, you're so smart. I got straight A's and everything at City College, uh, wow. community college. They said, you should do this. You should do that. So they said, so I, I put in an application. said, you should transfer. So I put an application to Harvard and Yale. I got accepted everywhere. Wow. Except, except for one place. But I didn't want to go off to Harvard or Yale or Stanford of all places. Oh, God. Yeah. So, so they accepted me into uh, Cal Berkeley, and um, then I like well, actually, I stayed in academia from 2009 to 2016. I had took like 90 credits wow. at, at community college, and then I finally transferred. I took the maximum credits at Cal, and then finally in 2016, then I had housing paid for. It's unbelievable. Oh my gosh! And look so at I you made, now. I'm living That's in a- Berkeley, which is like, you know, uh, the, the rents now for a small like studio apartment are like $2,500 a month. Oh, my and gosh. I got, a, I got a little studio apartment I'm living <laughs> I've in. I've heard that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got a little studio apartment I'm having in with the co-op for free. Wow. But Well, then, then you did the right thing. You took the right then, path there, girl. Right, yeah. But during while I was going to school, I was actually saving up money. So when I graduated, I'm like, what am I going to do? I couldn't stay. So I bought a home in Bakersfield, which is Oildale. It's like a suburb. And uh, anyway, Bakersfield was built on discovering oil back in the turn of the 20th oh, century. Oh, okay. I was, gonna, I was wondering when the oil was going to come into this. So, so that was a big deal. And then, of course, it became a mecca with Merle. 
Yes. Iowa and Haggard. They used to have uh, nightclubs here in the 60s open 24 hours a day, illegally, wow. of course. Yeah, of course, of course. Wow, that's exciting. You've you've led a very exciting life. So I want to get to the other song. I wish we had all yeah. night. I really do. Well, like now, I said, you should just shut me up. No, it's okay. You've had so you have so many interesting things to share with us. And I understand. I am thrilled because you've had such an interesting, cool life. You really have. I mean, you've got to travel all over the place. You went to I mean, not many people can do can say that they've done the things that you've done. That's amazing. It really is, Nicole. But I want to get to your next song because I don't want us to run out of time and not be able to do your songs. So this next one, I see everybody coming on. Hi, guys and gals. Thanks so much for joining us. This next song that you have made the video for is uh, called San Francisco Baby Blues. So tell us real quickly a little bit about that. What was the inspiration for writing that? I cannot remember. (laughs) That's quite all right. That's quite all right. It's one of my old standards. Right. And one of my best non-country songs. And um, it was one of my first truly fictional songs. I like, a lot of these young writers, they think, oh, they get inspired. They just write. But I said, you really have to really just sit down and work a song out. And uh, Absolutely. Because I'm bad about that, too. I write songs usually about things that I've experienced. It's hard to write a song from a standpoint of complete fiction where you're just coming up with it out of the air. I agree. So I'm excited to let everybody hear this. Let's, let's get right to it. Okay, go Go ahead. Play it, play it, play it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this one is San Francisco baby blues by Harper, Nicole Anderson. Here we go. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. got the blues for my baby left me faced out on the beach crying drunk and crazy load a load I got the San Francisco baby blues eyes as deep and blue as the ocean what did you have to go and take a whole notion to leave me here with my San Francisco baby blues I got the San Francisco baby blues My baby done left me with nothing but some Set in my shoes Cause on a moonlit stroll along the San Francisco Bay You told me that you loved me forever and a day But now you're Just sitting here watching the breakers go by I got a good mind to jump off this bridge and die I got nothing left to lose 
I got the San Francisco Midnight Blues But I gotta find a way to quit just drinking Into a sea of despair I feel I'm sinking Down deep in my shoes San Francisco baby blues My baby don't love me with nothing but some Sit in my shoes All I'm on is stole along the San Francisco Bay You told me that you love me forever and today now you're gone I got the San Francisco baby blues Somebody done told me Lord, it don't seem right They say they see the arms of another girl last night Oh, tell me the truth Great job. Great job, Harper Nicole Anderson. That was beautiful. I loved it. I like the blues. I really do like the blues. And I can see why you're so tired. You have to travel everywhere to make these videos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I love the work that you put into them. They're very, very cool. I like that a lot. Thank you so much for all your effort. They look really great. Thanks so much for letting us be the witnesses to those creations. Thank you so much. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we have another great song, and I'm super excited about this yeah. one, even more so. Um, this is how I first met um, <laughs> Ms. Nicole. Um, she wrote a song called, um, make sure I got the name right, it is Ode to the Cosmic Cowboy. And it mentions Beeville, Texas in her song more than once. And I thought, well, we have to have her on our show if it mentions Beeville, because for those of you who don't know, we are in, we are located, our hub is in Beeville, Texas, our hub. You like that, guys? Yeah, it's just it's a our, really quick question um, about the song because I know you yes. said Beville's mentioned. How do you know about Beville being in California? Thank you. Good point. I was going to ask that too. I Go live ahead. in Texas. Let me let me give you a little short story yes. of the song. Okay, so anyway, I uh, moved from Baltimore to Austin back in the cowboy days. So this song is kind of autobiographical. This is written about a cosmic cowboy uh, who wanted to go to Lukenbach, and this was an answer song to the song Lukenbach, Texas. Had I put it out then, I thought, you know, this could have been like a, a hit. But um, I lived in Texas for several years. I don't know, I lost track of time now. But I lived in Texas many years. I played in Austin. I had a band in uh, Austin. I had a band in Dallas. 
and um, I was played professionally in all the beer joints. Man, Texas was the place to be in, in yeah. those years. So I actually made a living playing music for a long time. But uh, fast forward to now, I do a weekly open mic with a bunch of L.A. songwriters, really top shelf people. They love my, uh, my humorous songs, my parodies. <laughs> so they challenged us. They said, well, play the first song. Next week, play the first song that you can, you've ever written. And there's no way I could remember that. The only, <laughs> song, the only song that I could remember a verse and a chorus to was the song uh, Cosmic Odith uh, Lucan for Looking for Lukenbach was the original title. And it was the first song, the only song that I remember doing while I had my band in Austin that people really loved, to, to be honest, because I didn't. That was one of my weak points. I just didn't have any good original material. So anyway, they challenged me. And all that verse in the chorus, I wrote like three or four more verses for them. And then I added a couple more verses for you and put even more Beagle in it. So, yeah. um, so uh, anyway, so that's the whole story. So let's you wanna, let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. And um, I, I really love all the towns that you mentioned. You're going to see, folks. Make sure you pay attention closely to see if you hear your town mentioned in this song, okay? Here is Ode to Cosmic Cowboy. Here we go. It was Cosmic Cowboy Yankee up from New Jersey Lake. Heard the song about looking back, so we decided to go play. So he bought some boots and faded jeans and hopped into his car. Now your friendly folk out looking back, you got to tell him where you are. Well, he can't seem to find looking back, but he found Paris and Rome. And cutting, shooting, cleaving, but not the one in a while. Of course, and he made another wrong turn and wound up in the 
Killy's club, so he stopped to drink a beer. He asked, where the hell is Gilly Bob? Hey, buddy, you ain't even near. Then he found the town of Bigfoot, thought he'd see the big fella there. But instead he's found the little old town, the little old small town square. But he needed to get some gas and stopped off at Mexico. But he made another wrong turn, almost wound up in Mexico. So he said, I'm down of the Texas, a little party goodbye. But I can't seem to find a road sign to leave a note just where to stop. He's been up and down every country road, but he still ain't found it yet. His fate is sealed to ride each road from Great job. I love that. I love that. I think that is so cute. I really do. And I like the um, the Bigfoot <laughs> because Brett and I actually, my husband and I actually found the town of Bigfoot, Texas. And we stopped simply because we were like, what is this? And uh, my mom was with us. I remember before she passed and she was like, well, what is it? And it ended up being nothing like it was just the guy's name. <laughs> But I thought that was so funny. Isn't that pretty cool, Paul? All those different yes. towns around that we've all been through, most of them, a lot of them. I've I love traveled that. a lot of Texas, and I'd say I've been through most of them. Yeah, and you can, you can travel for days before you're even out of Texas. It takes forever to get out of Texas. Nicole, you, yeah. did, such, you did such a great job on that song. I really, really like it. Um, are you going to be uh, releasing that soon, or do you plan on anything with that, anything particular? Well, I think now I think I should release it. Yes. I, I think know, that would be great. Um, I think that would be great. By the way, when I listen, you know, I think Beeville, when I did this, uh, the song, when I was writing the, the new verses, I researched Texas towns, you know. Yes. That, and um, then Beeville, because Beeville popped up, I said, that's a great name. That's a, yeah, it is. It is, it's a great name. But I was thinking it was near Austin, but... I was confusing with bean caves. Yes, bean there's caves. so many. There are so many. We are. How far are we from Austin, Paul? We're we're several hours. Two hours. Two hours at uh, least, right? Maybe even. But further. the uh, the the town oatmeal noodle bacon and turkey. I mean, like, <laughs> that was cute. I, I caught that. I caught that. Yeah, it was really quick. You got to really listen close. But I thought that was just really really cute. I really liked it. I really did, Nicole. Thank you so much for coming All on and right. sharing your, your awesome songs with us. And make sure when you when you release that one or whichever ones, share them with Carolyn's Corner, and I'll be sure to pass them on for you and share them as great. well, okay? Thank I sure you. will. Man, we've All had right. a great time having you here. I wish we had more time. We do have more guests yeah, to get to. Yeah. But um, I've had a wonderful time having you on. I hope you've had fun. And, um, and I hope you'll keep tuning in for our future guests because, um, yes, absolutely. Carolyn's Corner Live is just going to continue to grow with help from amazing people like you, amazing artists like you, and all of our wonderful friends. We're just going to keep growing and keep bringing on more and more talented people. I so thank you. Close, I have to close with this. You are, I mean, for someone that is not like, you know, on NBC, <laughs> you know, like Johnny, Car I, Johnny Carson, right? I don't yeah, know. my role model is Jimmy Fallon. I keep saying, we're going to do oh, like Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Yeah. But you are so professional and so cordial and such a great interviewer. It just really Aww. is mind-boggling. 
Thank you so much, Harper Nicole Anderson. I'm just going to call your whole name. That way I don't mess up. It's easier like that. So use that as a future reference, Paul and Jerry. We're just going to use the whole name anytime that's... Harper Nicole Anderson. Guys, make sure you show some love to uh, Nicole. Yeah, it... Go I ahead, think Jerry, Nicole, what is the population of Beeville? Because that's about how many downloads she'll probably get. Yeah, I hope so. 13,000. Yeah, we have like 14,000. Wow. It's, yeah. it's not tiny. It's not tiny. It, it but just, it's not just, huge. Out of curious, just a curious question is um, I don't think we ever put where we can download her music at. Like, Thank you, Paul. I got so excited about sharing the music. Do you want to address that, Nicole? Tell them so where I'm they can get the music. Okay, I'm on all the major streaming platforms and. Um, um, I can put a you know Spotify and all that. Harper Nicole Anderson. Okay, Spotify. Spotify. Harper Nicole Anderson. You got yeah, it. I, I, I listen to Spotify. I mean, when I'm driving, I listen yeah. to Spotify all the time. Um, so plus, you Google my name, you can find all my stuff because it's a it's a unique. I'm the only one for some it, reason. That is really cool. I mean, I do you know how many Carolyn's corners there are? There's a lot. If I would have known that, <laughs> I just looked that up. There's a lot of Carolyn's corners. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm, well, I'm a little bit of everything rolled into one. I'm not of this. I'm not of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just me. Carolyn Corner. <laughs> I thought, oh, the apostrophe S will be unique. No one will think of that. Boy, hey. was I wrong. <laughs> maybe you should trademark it. Let's yes, see if maybe so. So future, future. Um, a little bit of insight if anybody decides to do a podcast, make sure you Google the name first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I was just like, oh, Carolyn's Corner. Well, because we do the radio show and it's Carolyn's Corner. So I said, we'll just be yes. Carolyn's Corner live. Same thing. So um, so it was it was a no-brainer, or was it? You know, so I was just trying to think of something that kind of I'm I've read too much Dr. Seuss in my time. And I know Dr. Seuss, Carolyn's Corner doesn't rhyme, but it kind of seems like it flows a little no, better. It's, it's all Dr. Seuss's fault. Everybody blames Dr. Seuss for everything. I love Dr. Seuss. Are you kidding? But one of the first things I ever did in school in speech class was present a Dr. Seuss thing. And it's like now I can't quit rhyming. I start rhyming. It's like, oh my God, stop me. Somebody help me. The cat in the hat. The cat in the hat. He does not like dirty eggs and ham. I don't know why. Why do we always feel like we need to talk in that kind of voice when we're talking about Dr. Seuss? I don't know because anytime I talk, I like to have that voice of authority. (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and I would eat them with a boat and a boat. Golly. <laughs> so uh, hi to Billy Fleming. Hi to everyone who's viewing. Thanks so much for joining us. So uh, Harper Nicole Anderson, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We've had thank a blast. you very much for coming on. Yes, we have another special guest coming up. I've got a couple of things I want to show you real quick. Uh, Nicole, thank you so much again. God bless you. Take care of yourself. Keep doing what you're doing. You're you're touching a lot of people out there, girl. I love you, Carolyn. I love all of you. Love you too, baby. Thanks for joining us. Take care of yourself. Take care, Nicole. Bye. See you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. So we are back. Wasn't that great? That was so cool. Completely different than what we've had. I love this because we are going to get different, and I love different. You know what I mean? I love uh, how she did her own video. She made them just unique, and that's really cool. That's really, really cool. Um. And speaking of unique, I want to show y'all some stuff real quick. Uh, Paul is married to an amazing woman. By the way, my chair is getting lower. I got to get a new chair. I keep getting lower and lower. You know, it's funny that you talk about the chair like that. I sat in a chair uh, yesterday. I sat in a chair. I went went to work and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden he goes, bloop. (laughs) And I'm looking around going, what was that? He goes, bloop. 
That's so funny. I know I just get lower and lower and lower. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so funny. I told Brett tomorrow or the next day we need to go get me a chair. I mean, I don't mind being low, but it looks kind of funny. It looks like I'm about two feet tall and y'all are like eight feet tall. I'm like a little, a little short person, which is nothing wrong with being a short person. I don't mean that. Thank you, Jerry. Yes. Paul, get down on my level. And and, and Carolyn, this is the advantage of having an adjustable camera (laughs) see mine's adjustable too but if i try to move it it's just gonna there fall off but it won't stay so i am technologically challenged i get challenged at everything thank you jerry for trying to come down to my level i know it's very difficult (laughs) i'm too tall i can't do it oh my gosh i I mean sideways paul's too tall so i wanted to say um our, we have a great lady doing our merchandise for us, doing our merchandise, making our merchandise for us. Um, and she happens to be Paul's wife, who is also the owner and operator of Crystal's Iced Cakery. I want to show y'all some of the wonderful merchandise that she just took pictures of. Um, these are just a few of the items that you can get to help support Carolyn's Corner. Let me show them real quick, Paul. What do you think? Get it, all right. Get it, get it, all right. Get it, okay, get it. let's see here. So let me go to the right spot here. As you know, I'm technologically challenged. All right. So I think I showed these last week. These are the cool freshies and they smell delicious. I say cool. They're neat as in cool, you know, like rad, like cool. They say Carolyn's Corner Live and be kind because that's our motto. Be kind to everybody if you can. There's days when it's hard, but try anyway. Those are the freshies. They come in different fragrances. I was going to say smells like you can, they come in different smells and fragrances. I was say, I'm sure they taste awesome. I'm like, don't eat them. Don't eat them. They're not for, they're not editable. Okay. And here is a picture that she did of some of our koozies that she made. You can't really tell, but some of them are shimmery letters. I think they're really, really cool. They're two for 10. Unless you want the shimmeries, they're $6 or two for 12. So they have Carolyn's corner on one end, on one end, on one side, be kind, Beville, Texas. And on the other side, they have our Carolyn's Fun Time Karaoke. Because for those of you who don't know, we also do a karaoke show. As a I'm, matter of fact, I'm trying have, to figure out why there's oranges in the bottom because I, there's, you I can't don't know. smell them. I thought it was because they smell like oranges. I, you know, I'm, I, I wanted to ask Crystal, things. but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to make her mad. So no, you, don't make her mad. You, no, no. <laughs> I'll ask you her. Ask her. It was a beautiful decoration. I love it. So that those are a couple of those items. And I got a few other things to show you real quick. She just sent these today. So these are a few of our t-shirts. I want you to see what we have available. If anybody's interested, interested in any of these, just shoot me a message or message yes. me. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot anything. Don't so shoot this me. is, this is our karaoke and beer. That's why I'm here. T-shirt. It has Carolyn's fun time karaoke on one of the sleeves goes around it. I love it. It's perfect for any karaoke show you may go to or just to show our support. Even if you don't sing, you can get one of those. This one is, I love this one. It's just a simple flower and microphone design. I, I've got two of them already. Okay, I cheated because I'm like, oh, I like them a lot. They're just a general shirt. They don't have any advertisement on them. They're just great to wear with any outfit. That shirt reminds colors. me of Hawaii. Oh, yeah, it does kind of, don't it? And then, um, well, I've never been to Hawaii. Have you been to Hawaii, Paul? Um, In the airport. Oh, i never even been there. So I was in the military. I traveled everywhere. Yeah, I bet Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry you ever been to Hawaii? I the airport. Has. But yeah, I was there. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry's been in Hawaii. Let's show this other one. This one, oh, wrong one. Sorry. I told you I'm not a professional at this. Let me find the other one. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, here's another one. 
Um, hell yeah, I'm listening to Carolyn's Corner. I thought about adding, heck, hell yeah, we're watching and listening Carolyn's Corner. But if you're listening, you're watching too most times. So there you go. There's the front and the back. That's also representing our radio show, which we do on Monday night. And then last but not least, here is our um, We Can Change the World One Corner at a Time, Carolyn's Corner. Be kind, Carolyn's Corner. Um, we came up with that design because we just literally want to Help support music, help support people, and spread love in any capacity that we can. Spread kindness and joy. So it's a great way to advertise and say, hey, I support them, and I support spreading love and kindness. <laughs> Who doesn't like spreading kindness? Oh, you don't, do you? No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So if anybody wants any of those items, just let me know. We have them available in a wide variety of colors. We have more um, more merchandise she's working on right now. We're getting the pictures too, and I will eventually be doing another video and getting it. try to make it look as professional as I can. Okay. So thanks guys so much. So, so much. And um, so I didn't get a chance to tell y'all, but we do have an author on here tonight. Um, the original author that we had um, wasn't able to make it, no. but she's going to make it next week. Paul is in charge of our um, establishing our authors for the show. Wait a minute. Our authors for the show. Every time I say authors, I put my pinky out. I don't know why. Maybe it's because every time I hear the word authors, I want to say it like that. Paul, are you an author? So I'm the great author. news is we don't have an author tonight, but we do. Because Paul, not only is he a guest host, he is our author for tonight. And guess what? Right next to him is another author. Wait a minute, my pinky. Where'd my pinky go? Another author, Mr. Jerry, because Jerry is also an author. I'm surrounded by authors. Wait a minute. <laughs> billion dollars. I don't know what that was anyway. So Paul is going to be our guest, host, our guest host tonight as well as our host. Wait a minute. Our guest tonight as well as our host. So uh, Paul has written several books um, and he is going to reveal tonight the title of his third book in his Fairy Dome se uh, series. Fairy so Dome. let me put it. Fairy Dome. Did I say it wrong? I'm so sorry. Dumb. Dumb. Fairy Dome. I didn't mean to call your, your, your fairies dumb. Did I say fairy dumb? <laughs> you said fairy dumb. They're not dumb. They're very smart fairies. That, hey, Jerry, Jerry, that is what you call a Freudian slip. It was yeah. it just came out of my mouth. No, he's got some great books, honestly. That's funny, Paul. I really didn't mean to say that. Say it again, fairy dumb. No. Yes, fairy dumb. 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 Not not dumb. Well, fairy you're saying dumb. dumb. I know, but it's like, like in kingdom, it's fairy dumb. There you go. All right. All these darn English words are too hard for me to get. <laughs> So let me show you the titles of just some of the books that Paul has available for you to go and purchase on Amazon.com. Wow, look at all those. He's got Sticky Snare, Sticky Mess, The Chooser. I can't see it. Paul, read the yeah. other titles. Read Propeller Man. Okay. And Thump Thump. And Thump Thump. Man, he's got some great books, y'all. And that's just the beginning of Paul's authorship. Do you call it an authorship? Authorship. <laughs> this is just the beginning of Paul's authorship. That and, and, there's, and there's many more in my head. Many more in his brain right there. That's why he wears the hat to keep it all in there. Because if he didn't, they would be escaping all of his ideas. Yeah. That's an interesting thought, isn't it, Paul? Yeah. You should write a book about that, about the ideas that escape your head. Great idea. You or Jerry, write a book about that right away. Chop, chop. Just get on there. Yeah, okay. We and, shall collaborate. I'm all yes, on it. I, I've got the best idea. Just say, well, I was sitting there and I felt something tickling my ear. And I looked <laughs> and one of my ideas was running away. It just popped See, out. It just, it just popped right out of your ear. 
So, Paul, by the way, we're very, very proud of you. We're very proud of Jerry. We're proud of you guys so much because that's a big deal. Um, for those that are here or even not here that may view this later that have written a book, you know the importance of it and how amazing it is. <laughs> okay, first of all, I got to tell you what Billy just said. He said, fairies wear boots and you got to believe me. Okay, so let's, <laughs> I believe you, Billy. I believe you. Do they wear rubber boots? What kind of boots? Cowboy boots? No, they wear leaf boots. Leaf boots. Interesting. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. I like that, Jerry. Um, excuse me, Billy. <laughs> yeah, I believe that they wear boots. So Paul has written some great books around a series um, of about fairies. Tell them about it just a little bit real quick, Paul. Uh, okay. So Start for me fairy, to describe it. Yeah, well, the Fairydom series basically is about a, a family going through loss um they uh, a year before this book starts they lost their mom the, the the children lost their mom and the dad lost his wife um and then now and 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 it picks up to where the grandmother just passed away and they're going to a funeral um that's okay. where the begin that's where the first book starts and basically it's a, it's just about family like family unity um how they come together like the kids the dad doesn't believe in fairies Hillary, who's the little girl, believes in fairies. Just kind of on the fence. He, he's like his dad. He's like, it's like that's dad. You know, he he doesn't yeah. believe. And then I cornered. I, I'm accepting the fact that they don't exist. And then they uh, have this idea of like, well, let's just go prove that they don't exist. And here's like, I'm gonna go prove they do exist. You know, right. And then they use the idea of gum, um, and they call a sticky snare to go put under a flower to go find the fairies, and that's where the first book kind of takes you. And then, the, and then they get kidnapped into the world of fairies. I'm I'm revealing that because it's you know it's, it's part of the story because you are right, you, right. You have three books, so they, apparently they have to go to to, to, to the land of fairy uh, to the fairies. Yes. So, um, and then uh, the second book, which is Sticky Mess, kind of picks up where the the first one left off. I mean, it literally just ends and then the second one begins exactly where the uh uh the first one ended that's um, cool so there's not a big cliffhanger or is no, there a big cliffhanger? well there's the, i wouldn't see that one's like like a, a big cliffhanger it has an ending and then it just jumps in the second one just kind of jumps into it because okay, there's good. a few characters you don't know what happens to right what happens to them so the second book kind of answers what happens to them and then of course i put them in a very messy situation hence the of title course. mess of course and they you know, and and they go their separate ways, and they're the dad's trying to figure out how to get the kids back. The kids are trying; they don't know their dad's there, and they're trying to figure out stuff. And then they end up finding more information out about um, something, a very big deal. Okay. And then they go on their little mission to go figure this out. Wow. Um, and, then, and the dad's trying to, to to save them, so he goes on his little mission, and he flies through what's called the lawn fairy, the 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 the, uh, the kingdom, the, the kingdom, the, uh, the domain of the lawn fairies. Oh, so I, I have, and, and how this is set up basically is there's multiple factions of fairies, and in, in in my books, and of course, did you say multiple factions? Fa factions. factions. Yes. So you have there the lawn goes fairies again with that yeah. author talk. Yes. <laughs> But you have the lawn fairies who are wingless fairies. Oh, yeah, they're wingless fairies, basically because they're um, uh, 
since the lawn, you know, gets cut, the lawn gets yeah. mowed, and, they, and they've lost their wings because of, they become they basically um, sort of become slaves to humans, even though the humans don't know that they're slaves to them. Oh, I see. Very cool. And, that, and that's the lawn fairies. So they're like a they're like a go ahead. I'm not even going to say go ahead. Yeah. And then go you ahead. have the woodland fairies who are actually in the woods. They're the ones who have the drag like dragonfly like wings. OK. Um, And then you have Flit who has butterfly wings. The only fairy in the story that has butterfly wings is Flit. Wow. Cool. And then we find out more information of why she has butterfly wings. You know who she, you know, who basically um, who she truly is or should be. And wow. then. Also, in the second book, I introduce another faction of um, in, into this world, which is called we call them, I call them the gremlins. They're like house gremlins. And yeah, you find out a lot. I'm not going to reveal. Wow. What a yeah. ma- what an imagination you have. I love it. Yeah. And then, and think- then, yeah, yeah, it is crazy. I mean, you can just go. I, yeah. I just went nuts with a story. Yeah, and, because, ladies and gentlemen, y'all, if, for those of you who have not read any of Paul's books and I haven't read the whole book because my. Along with my foot, I had surgery on my foot. Now I'm doing better, thank God. But along with that, I can <laughs> I got dry eyes, so I start reading them. We're gonna do an. He's gonna do a an audio book very soon, hopefully. And yes. I cannot wait. I just cannot wait to just sit and just digest that because it's so good. The, the what we've read already is just so good and so compelling. Your writing is so descriptive. It's literally like you're there. I really like it. I didn't want to put the book down, but my eyes started burning. I was like, no. Yeah, my go eyes ahead, do it now too. Yeah, but yeah go ahead, um, so, so Carolyn's actually going to play the voice of Mrs. Winstock because she, I'm excited. He's ready to play that character. I am. And, and it's so funny is that uh, this the story has a bunch of twists and turns where you think it's going to go one way and then boop, yeah. it just turns around and flips and it goes the other way. And you're like, wait, what, right. what just happened? Um, and then. Uh, so yeah, and then Brett's gonna play um, Azroth, which is a fairy advisor to the now queen. Oh, is, he's is, gonna love that. He's gonna love that role. Yeah, it so, sounds so like a role of authority. Some of the name of the characters that I came up with, I just <laughs> write stuff down. Like I have Lissel, Philly, Azroth, Tigera, Pazmi, wow. Flit, Ty, uh, Tether Willie, um, Jalali, um, Blore. So all these. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, Eigel. So I, all these, I just kind of created these characters' names and just kind of wrote them down. And it's funny because, and, and I'll, I, I'm going to say this because there, there, there's two, there's two fairies in there. Their brother and sister. Their names are Lissel and Thilly. And 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 this is how the naming works. And it's so weird how it worked out. So I named them like, oh yeah, Thistle. I mean, um, Lissel sounds really cool. So I wrote Lissel yeah. down. And then I wrote Philly down. I was like, oh, that's a really cool name. They were the brother, sister, and they, you know, they fight, they argue, you know. Yeah, just like kids, yeah. And then after I wrote their names down, like 10 years later, because I wrote this 20 years ago. Wow. I don't know, 15, 20 years, 15, 16, I don't know, something like that. 16 years later, I'm going back and I'm reading these names. I'm like, and when I'm going to publish it, I'm reading the names and it hits me. And I did not do this on purpose. It just sort of, it was a happy coincidence, I guess. Yeah. If you think about it, you take Lissel and Philly, right? You take the L off of Lissel and you put it on Philly and you take the TH off of Philly and you put it on Lissel, you get thistle, which is a plant, and you get a lily, like Lissel. You take the L. Wow. I did not mean to do that, but it's Lissel and Philly and it's actually thistle and lily. Wow, Paul, look at you. It was a happy coincidence. 20 20 years ago. And folks, this is this is the thing that I want to point out. 
Um, I've known Paul for ever since we've lived here, almost uh, over 15 years. I know for sure. And he did not have these books when we first met him. Um, He was a magician, a great magician too. He really was. He is a great magician, really funny. Um, But he wasn't an author at that time. And I am so, so super proud of him that he has moved forward and finally did something with these books because they're really, really good. Your imagination is just incredible. And I know people all over the country are reading these and they're just biting at the bit, waiting for that third book. Yes. And I know you have a big surprise for us too. I'm going to wait whenever you're ready. Take your time. I I do have, okay. So the third book is going to take place right after the second book ends. Okay. And a lot of people, you know, I have a few people ask, it was like, so um, tell them, first of all, tell them what the name of book one is and book two. Book one is sticky snare. Okay. And book two is sticky mess. Sticky snare and, and sticky mess. Right. And I then I have Gallagher. the third title, which I'm getting ready to reveal here in a little bit. So everybody's oh, ready. So We're going to do it a little bit. We're going to do a little bit. Anyway, but, and, and the reason why I separate them is be, is for the simple fact that the story was just way too long. Um, yeah. It, I, it was 120,000 words, the whole story. Oh my gosh. And that's just. Sounds like a lot of words. It, it is. Oh, that's a lot of words because a normal novel is about 50,000. That's your normal average novel. So you were double the size of a novel. Wow. Or Yeah, I was a little over double. So wow. when yeah, when I went back and edited, I realized I like I want to separate these three because I don't see um I mean now you have those real thick books. Yes. And I just didn't see how that would appease to people to read them. I mean, I do because I like Stephen King. I like the huge yes. book. But um, you also said you want you were trying to um, gear it also for young adults. Right, and young exactly. adults have a short attention span, so exactly. you want something that's going to grab them, keep them, and then okay, we're done. And, and then grab and, them, keep them, and then we're done. Right, right? and that's why I wanted Great to job. separate them. So, like the first book ended up being like two hundred and three pages or something like that, two hundred one, and then the second book is like two hundred thirteen. Well, the third book is at about two fifty. Wow. So well, it's got to be hard to wrap. It's I don't know if it's the last book in the series. Hopefully it's not, because to me, it would be so difficult to wrap it up because it would be like closing. I don't know. It'd be I'm, like the ending of a movie. You never want it to end, you know, because you want I'm these characters be to keep developing. Yeah, I don't I, I don't I, I don't think I, you would either. Yeah, you know, and I'm probably I have I have an idea for a fourth book, but it's not gonna be part of I mean it's gonna be part of the series, but it's gonna be like a continuation with some of the characters. Okay. Um, but this is like the these three books are kind of like this is the main story. Um talking about where these people came from. Um Yeah, and you could do a spin-off of that book. That's so and, cool. And that's basically what that. I'm doing because there's a lot of characters in here that I want to continue, like Tether Willie. I love Tether Willie, but he has such a short, Hi, Edgar. short play. He has a short uh, uh spot in the second book, and then in the third book, he has a, he has a, like another short spot. But he's one of those characters that I want to just take and just develop and just, yes. write, you know, where he came from. What, why is he there? What, you know, what, what did he do afterwards? And, you know, it's just, there's so much about the guy I want. That uh, is so cool. And the cool thing is you're in complete control of these characters. Like you're, oh, yeah. I mean, I, do you, you think know, I'm I, in control? I'm not well, in control of these like characters. Like you said, they kind of just, it writes itself. You don't know what's going to happen, which to me right. is so crazy, but I can kind of see that because a lot of times, even with songs, Jerry, do you ever find that, <clears throat> When you're writing a song, do you ever find that it just comes to you and it's kind of out of your control? It kind of just flows naturally and you don't really know what's going to happen, but it gets done and you're like, wow, that was a really good song. You know? No. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think we I asked this question last time it's on the show. It's just me. It's just me. Hey, Edgar, like, good to see you. 
As a, you're, you're a builder, right? Is that what you said? You're a builder. No, 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 no. no. I, it's it. it <laughs> That's funny. I, I grow, but uh, I, you know, like I said, I, I joke about the fact that, uh, you know, I create with the right brain and we edit <laughs> yeah. with the left brain. Yes. There's always editing that needs oh, to yeah. be. I, I am a person of too many words, especially when you get to songs. So when yes. I first write the song, it's got a lot of that's and days and whatever. A lot of filler you words know, and you don't a lot even of realize ands, it. Yeah. <laughs> ands and butts. Me too. Were, what is it? What's the old saying? If ands and butts were candy and nuts. I, I don't remember. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'd be really fat. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, look what happened yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, that's true. And we, we do that as humans because we just, a human beings, we write it. I do that too. Boy, do I ever. I use a lot of, I think I write it the way I hear it. Or the way I think it should be, and I, and I'm like, oh, I need to edit that. I need to edit that. I need to. And our books are even. I gosh, they'd have to be even harder because you have so they many are. more words. Books oh are my hard gosh. to edit because yeah. it's and especially when you're writing in a series Hi, like the you have to keep book two in line with book one. So everything yes. you write in book one, you have to make sure it lines up with book two. Yeah, because you don't um, want them to be going off. Although it's. You know, just like any show, you could make them do whatever adventure you want, but it's kind of got to line up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the, yeah it has to line up. But it has to keep with the story. And yes. if you have your character doing something in one book and all of a sudden they're doing something else, like a different yeah. characteristic in this You're like, book, wait a minute. I thought he was climbing a tree. How's he? Yeah. Well, not just that. It's, whatever. It's more, yeah. You have to keep the personalities together. You have to keep. Um, there's so much that you have to do. It's a lot more. And like wow. with the third book now is I'm having to keep the third book in line with the second book and the first book. And as and as this book is really kicking my behind, yeah, because I'm having to to edit a lot because I realized, oh, what what why did I do this? And then I like now I have to go back and kind of <laughs> rewrite with and, and get into the character's head and go like, okay, you know, let's let's tweak this a little bit because yeah, you said this here, but you said something contradicting in the first book. So yeah, gotta, yeah, you got you, you got to go fix. back. So you have to constantly be going back and forth. So Sean said, wife saying, yep, Paul. So I believe Sean's wife is an author as well, a writer as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think I saw right. that. And uh, yeah, it's really good to see you, Sean. And tell your wife we said hello. We'd love for her to come on the show and share her, her I can't even talk, her amazing <laughs> talent. I can't even talk. <laughs> well, in my defense, I've been taking, I had my surgery on Friday on my foot. And thank God it could be a lot worse. It's, you know, it could be a lot worse. I did a little implant on my, my toe. I know it's like, it's your toe. Come on. But you know what? When you're a big wimp like I am, it hurts. It hurts really bad. Um, and I, there's something else I need to talk about before we leave. Do not let me forget. Another one of our amazing friends and viewers is having some issues too. So I want to give her a big shout out. But go ahead, Paul. Keep going. Um, so anyway, yeah. So, I mean, that that's really the, the breakdown for that series. Um, but also the, there was other books on there as well. Uh, Thump Thump, um, The Chooser. And Propeller Man. Propeller Man was something that came to me. It's about two kids in a trailer park. You know, because I when, when I was growing up, my earliest memory, I was in a trailer park. Yeah. And there's a, there was a, um, me and a friend of mine, of course, I was like four or five. And I don't remember this particularly, but I always hear stories about it. Um, do you remember this, the, 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 the show V that was on V? Yes. Mm-hmm. With the yes. aliens with the human skin and they turn. Yes, in. I do. Okay. So he had a, I had a V gun, little ray gun from V and he had something else. And it was like, this is little, you know, this little pop, little play guns. Yeah. Well, we were walking in the trailer park and um, a propeller plane came over, a little crop duster 
it, it came over the trailer park and we both were like, bah, 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 you know, pretending oh, to cool. So when we did that, the crop duster crashed. Yes. Oh, for true, real? True yes. No, no, really. The, the crop duster crashed into the cornfield on the other side of the trailer park. And oh my course, gosh, that must have traumatized you for live. You thought it was you I, that did I that. don't remember this fully, you know, because, it, you know, I was young. I was really young. But my parents tell me the story. I know the story from uh, from from my friend who basically was – he remembered – he was older, and he remembered. And uh, I write fantasy stories. Yeah, I write and fantasy I, I am not Paul's wife. I'm, I'm trying to go above the words. I'm sorry. I don't know if y'all see the words like I do. No, um, I am not Paul's wife. I am Paul's friend. Crystal is his wife. Just clarifying. No, that. he said Paul, Paul, wife's asking, what do you write? Oh. His wife is asking. Never no. mind. There wasn't an S after Paul. <laughs> I put my head above the words. Go yeah. ahead. Go so, ahead. Continue. So the crop duster crashed. And that was basically the story. Wow. And, and I was walking out of my work one day and I looked across at the cornfield and I saw this crop duster in the sky. And all of a sudden I was like, I had this idea. It popped story. in your head. It just popped in my head about these two kids walking in trailer park and using their imagination to bring their imagination to real life. Wow. And yeah. It, and then the story just kind of went from there. But that's it's a little short story. It's about, I don't know, 30 pages, I think. Oh, that's all. Wow. Maybe yeah, I can read that. Maybe my eyes will. I yeah, did read cool. uh, Thump Thump. And yes. boy, that is an interesting story. It is a really interesting, very Ooh, it's weaving in and out of reality. It's very interesting. We, I, In fact, I read it out loud with my husband because I like, you know, I thought it was really cool. We kind of took our time and just read it to each other. And he was like, what? We were like, what? It's a really cool book. If you like mystery, tell him a little bit about Thump Thump real quick. Like, Not a lot. You don't want to give it too much away, but. Yeah. Thump Thump is really a story about, um, uh, it's like, it's like science fiction mixed with thriller, mixed with horror, mixed with, I mean, there's, it's, it's like a different genres. All yeah, kind of it is. One. It's a combination. Um, really, it's, it's basically about this couple who decides, you know, I mean, they've been trying to get pregnant and they've tried different methods and they finally get pregnant. They go out, celebrate, and then he runs and he runs into this guy, um, from the future and he calls him future man, but he ends up running to this guy in the future. And the guy from the future wants him to kill his unborn child because the unborn child is born with a virus that's going to wipe out the world's population. Wow. So the story kind of just builds on this idea of a decision that the dad has to kind of make. Right. You know, is he going to do it? Is he not going to do it? And it's his turmoil that goes through the, you know, and you can kind of get his head. And it's really, it's a, uh, it's a real it's, crazy story. It's dark and it's back and forth. You don't know what it to, is. Yeah. yeah it's it, very it's, interesting. And I think it's interesting because it's talking, we don't, we don't ever get into controversy about the coronavirus, but it is about something that was no way even mentioned before uh, when you wrote it. So yeah, I wrote, I wrote it like a long six time years ago, ago four yeah. five years ago, no, something like that. A long time ago. Yeah, way, so, way yeah. So um, in addition to all these great books, Paul has a third book in the fairy. Yes. Dumb, the fairy, fairy dumb series. Fairy dumb series. I don't want to keep calling it dumb. And here comes the title. It's not. I'm, gonna, I'm getting ready to put it on the, I'm going to get ready to put it on this the screen. This is a Let preliminary cover. It's probably going to change, but this is a preliminary cover. Now, this that is I a big reveal folks. Cause he has yes. not revealed the name of the third book. So for those of you waiting, Paul, I'm going to let you say it. Then I'll put it up on the screen. What the is the name. title? The title of the third book in the Freedom series is called Sticky Ties. And I know it I I know it doesn't make a lot of sense because of like sticky ties. I have pondered over this title 
for at least a year. I didn't know what I was going to call it. I didn't know if I was going to call it sticky in sticky conclusion. And then the other day I was in the car, I was, I was driving and all of a sudden the title hit me sticky ties. I like and it. I know, and I know it doesn't make sense because you're like sticky ties, but believe me, you read the third book. It's going to make title sense. is genius. No, <laughs> <laughs> I like that confidence. Paul. I love it. I love it. Oh, sticky it is. Ties. It's crazy. Let me, let me show it one more time. When will this book be available? Um, I'm hoping towards the middle of this year. That's what I'm, that's what I'm shooting for. Okay. So what y'all can do, let me put his, um, his website back up here. I did a little video, but then I changed my mind. <laughs> I can put and, it up and, here, but. And this book series is a young adult fantasy series. Okay. Let me take this off. Hold on. Stand by just a second. Let me take that off. Sounds like a sticky wicket to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Let me get back to where I was. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Put the right thing up here, Paul. You know, I'm such a professional when it comes to computers. Oh, Don't I even... know you're such a professional. <laughs> hey, considering, help you. considering I've learned a lot, considering. <laughs> okay, let me find it. Okay, so Mary, I want to make sure. you live in Beville because she'll be calling you over every minute. Hey, can you help I me? I probably come would. Hey, probably can you help would. me come over and do this? <laughs> yeah, so this is Paul's, um, how you can find his books. You go to yes. Paul Gallagher's books. Actually, you go to www.amazon.com slash author slash PRG books. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So make and then sure you'll see a wonderful picture of my wonderful profile looking yes, up. Yes, let me show that picture because yes. I thought it was such a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking today and I'm like, oh, what a great picture. Hold on. Let me go back to that. Me and my scruffy beard. I need to, I need to shave. I'm, I'm still recovering from my hike. I know. And um, we want to talk about that a little bit too. Oh, that is. So there's his picture. It cut my microphone off. So yeah. we're glad. Speaking of that, we are so glad that you made it back home safe and sound from your hike. It was really neat having you out in the, on the trail during the show. And uh, Jerry and I joked about it, kind of joke, kind of seriously, right? Jerry say, May, we, and Brett and I talked about it. Maybe Paul can be our roving correspondent. <laughs> what do you think, Paul? Well, you could just go experience different things and be adventurous. And while yeah. we sit here in the warmth and dry of our nice, warm, cozy houses. What yeah, do you think, Paul? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Are you going to give me a stipend for uh, travel? <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, sure. Sure. I'll just pull that right out of the budget. <laughs> pull that right out of the budget. No, but it was really good. cool. It was really cool. You coming on from the from out in the woods. I thought it was a really cool idea. I enjoyed it. Let me ask our audience. Ladies and gentlemen, did y'all enjoy Paul? Oops. What are you I got, doing? I tapped the button with my finger. She's um, I, she's sorry. Happy. I wanted to know if um, if everyone, um, our viewing audience, enjoyed Paul coming to us live from out in the woods last week. I thought it was really cool. What do you think, guys? You think we should continue that and do more um, on yo- on location? Sean, Sean says yes. Him. Yes. Him. I like it. Yes. Him. I, I don't know. It kind of bothered me last week. I mean, why is that, Jerry? He went off to the bathroom, was never heard from again. <laughs> I know. Like, it was oh, kind of scary, okay? wasn't it, Jerry? Yeah, yeah, you know, what, what, Sarah liked it. Sarah liked yeah, it. Yeah, what's so funny about that was... <laughs> good point, Jerry. We were like, where'd he go? I was actually going to do the show from my car because I had good Wi-Fi signal in my car. Yes. And then I thought, well, let me just go try the hammock out. Now, mind yeah. you, it's like 20 degrees outside. I know. So I'm having to hike from my car back to my hammock. And then when I got in my hammock to do the show, it was the signal was doing great. 
Yes. And all of a sudden, start doing this whole. And then I'm like, no. I'm like, Paul, you need to go to your car to finish the show. And I'm like, do I really want to get out of this warm <laughs> yeah, hammock? Yeah, because that was it was like 11, no, 11 degrees, right? Or something like that. Really well, it cold. was by that time, it was 19 degrees. The wind chill was 11. <laughs> no, no, and no. I would have stayed right where I was. <laughs> I was like, do I really want to get out of this warm I, hammock to go yeah, hike back so, to my car? I'm so glad that you're here with us tonight and you didn't get sick. Because my mom always told me that if you go out in the cold, you're going to get sick. No, then I've heard I've heard that it's not true. It's a virus that causes the code. But when right. I was a kid, I believed her. Okay, yeah, I, I can't go out. I can't go out in the rain. Is that what you're saying, Mom? Yeah, but no, it was it was awesome. The experience. I and you know, and I I know I'm not an outdoors guy. Everyone knows I am not an outdoors guy. Yeah, but you are more now. But I I have to say that even though you're thinking about doing it, even if you get a temp and and they they call them, I learned so much terminology out there uh, yeah. and how to. And the the called ground dwellers that live, you know, the people in tents that that sleep on the ground. Oh, <laughs> really? I didn't know that. Wow. And, what about uh, the people that take an AC camping with them? That me. That's me too. <laughs> me too, Paul. And, what are we called? Wimps. The uh, ground wimps. It's glamping. Yeah, I'm glamper. Glamping. I'm a glamper for sure. Yeah, it's glamping. As long as I have an airbag. Go ahead, continue. But no, anybody who actually thought about doing it, man, I suggest it because let me tell you what. I, and and I really want to tell you all this, this experience that I had. It was amazing. Um, no animals. I heard weird noises in the woods, like popping the woods popping. But it, yeah. But also, you got to imagine it's below, way below freezing. Yeah. You have water inside tree limbs. Yeah. And whenever it expands, it pops. You know, of course, you're gonna hear the pop. And and when I say That's pop, I, no, you expand that sound greatly when you're in the woods. I bet. Um, I bet. Course, Weren't I, you? Were you like, what was that? What was that? What was that? Yeah. And I actually didn't, you know, and, and I was told and when you get out there, you're not going to sleep the first night because you're going to be, you have to get used to all the noises and, and, and it's cause it's completely different in the woods. Right. So when, um, when I was out there, I really didn't experience that because me being who I am, I, I believe in the paranormal. I believe in Bigfoot. I believe in all that. And I jokingly said, um, Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I jokingly was like, "Hey, oh, thanks that's a lot, Brett." Yeah, Brett's oh, making that, comments for the peanut gallery there. In the uh, yeah, I, I see it. It's funny. Um, it's funny. Go ahead, Paul. So basically, is um, you know, I jokingly made comments. Ah, oh, that was a Sasquatch that made that noise, or oh, look, the Sasquatch is coming to get us. Yeah, you know, I, I I wasn't being serious, but we joked about it a lot. Yeah, um, and just three guys out there just having fun. I mean, just um. I know 19 degrees. How can you have fun in 19 degrees? Yeah. You walk, you walk, you get you warmed did. up. Well, I have and a question, honestly, and be honest. I know you're not going to be honest because you, you don't want to be. No, I, I, okay. I'm an open was book. There ever, okay. Was there ever a time where you were actually afraid? Like no. you were like, for real? I would have been so no. scared. What is that noise? Of course, I'm a big wimp. You know that, Paul. The only thing I was afraid of was pooping in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> remember folks he said that was his biggest thing he that was my biggest fear and i didn't have to poop in the woods so you did you <laughs> okay we're i held it tmi i was gonna say <laughs> well with the weather like that i think i would have been inclined to do the same thing yeah it was uh it was an experience but i see so the first two nights we stayed we were in alford alvern or something like that it's north of it's north of fort worth and that's okay. where it's so cold. And it wasn't was it supposed Alvin, to be that cold. Alvin, Texas? Al, Alvern. 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 Not Alvin. It's Alvern. Alvern. Okay. I don't know. Alfred? Alfred? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. So 
it, the cold front that came through, it wasn't supposed to stay. It was literally supposed to come in and blow out. And then we're supposed to get a little bit of rain, a little bit of, of uh, it was supposed to be cold. Yeah. But the cold front sort of just stalled over us. Yeah. And then it got colder and colder. And we didn't get out there till 2.30 in the morning uh, that first wow. night. Yeah. Didn't so, you say that it was uh, like, it was like foggy and it was almost like the fog was frozen. Isn't that what you yeah, said? Yeah. It was uh, that morning. It was that that last morning that we decided, yeah, we can't do this another night, so we're gonna we're gonna take off, and they were debating on where we're gonna go. So we decided to to go from um, that city into the woods. We got in our cars. I stopped. Yes, I stopped at Waterburger because I wanted a water. I don't blame you. I had I had a chance to get it. I'm gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, I would too. I would drove, shoot. I would have so so bad. And then we drove from that from Fort Worth. We drove all the way down to Huntsville. Wow, and and then in Huntsville we got in about um, I don't know it was it was at night when we got there and we were trying to find a spot. Now this is the this experience right here. I got to say, everybody has to go to Huntsville into the pine trees at night when the wind is blowing. Oh, I bet it! I bet it whistles there, like crazy. Yes, they call it no, that whistles. It's whispering. They call oh. it the whispering pines, and you know I've never heard of it before. And even if I would have heard it, I was just nah, whatever. I got out of my car and all you hear is shh and just like a whispering sound. And Whoa. I'm like, and I'm got I'm like, what is that noise? It's it was a relaxing noise. It wasn't a scary. It was just like, wow, this is crazy. And you look up and you see the pine trees, you know, just these pine trees are 50, 60 foot tall. Yeah. And, wow. the, and then the wind's blowing through the needles and and uh Jim, uh matter the Jim told he was one of my the buddies that went out there with us, he was like, yeah, it's called whispering pines. And, uh, I, that experience, just hearing that was worth the trip because it was just amazing. And especially at night. And so then from there, we walked, we hiked into the woods trying to find a, a, a good camping spot. We couldn't find one. We got back in our car, we drove up to another area and, then we hiked our hammocks up and stayed there for two nights. Wow. We hiked 15 miles, I want to say. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, while you were saying that, Nicole just posted um, Whispering Pines is a great title for a song, and that would make a really great song. You're right, uh, no. Nicole. Oh, uh, yeah. Sean was Dick that what it was? Johnny Horton. I guess Johnny Horton wrote a song called Whispering Pines. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. I didn't I see got, all I that. Got, I'm sorry. I have, I have to look that up. It is a song. Okay. Sorry yeah. about that. Sorry about that. Um, yes, Jerry, I responded to your message. So, wow, that's exciting. Yeah. That's really exciting. Go ahead, Jerry. No, I've, I've talked to her. Yeah. I think we could do this next Wednesday if you like. Of course. Uh, anytime I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm game whenever you are Johnny Horton's song, whispering pines. Very cool. Sean. Thanks. Uh, for yeah. I'm going to have to look that song up and see how yeah. it describes the whispering pines, because man, I tell you what, that was an amazing, amazing experience. And just for everyone to know, I didn't fall down at all. Yay. I may have had a stumble and almost fell, but I didn't actually fall. I'm proud. Um, Did you use your hiking poles? Yes. Oh my God. Because <laughs> I joked poles. with you so much about those. Yes. And it was funny. I'm walking down the trail and you're supposed to use your trekking poles. And basically what I found out the trekking poles are for is really just to keep your hands moving and to keep your hands from dropping below your waist because the blood kind of goes to your um to your fingers and it'll still start pulsating and they'll start hurting and all wow. kinds of stuff. Go That's so cool. So the trekking poles keep, but what I was doing down the trail is I was like, dun, 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 
I was like making music with my poles. You should have recorded if you could have. You should have done a video like when y'all were walking. No, I do have a video of us walking the first night into um into the dark, into the woods. Oh. I do have a video of that. Sean said, whoop, and, the Bigfoot's off of you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, one of the, you know, we did have one creepy thing happen that was uh, we still didn't because, OK, there's apparently there's rules of hiking. Um, if you see it on the trail, if it doesn't belong to you, you leave it there. You don't touch it. It's because it's not yours. Makes sense. Uh, So we, we walked by this one area and we saw this hammock in a tree and in the daytime, there's a hammock in the tree just still there. And it was, and from what Charles told me, it was an expensive hammock. Okay. And it was, no one was in it. No one was around. They didn't look anybody was there. And of course the rule is you don't go up there and you find out what it is. Yeah. And he's like, that's kind of strange. And I'm like, yeah. And it's by the water, you know. So we decided, yeah, leave it alone. So we, we, we walked away. And we finished the hike at five miles. Then we turned around. No, six miles. Then we turned around. Then we started walking back the other way. And, you know, of course, this hike is about, man, we spent six or seven hours, eight hours on the road. I, I can't remember. Wow. Yeah. And, of course, we're hiking with a 36-pound backpack on. And And then whenever we came back, the hammock was still there. Wow. And, and there's no one around. And we're like, well, what, you know, it's like, I kept asking, it's like, well, what do we do? They said, we don't do anything because, you know, it could be somebody's that could be hiking somewhere else and they'll come back to it. And I'm like, it's kind of odd just to leave your hammock, just kind of laying in a tree. Yeah. And of course my author brain. You started coming up with these scenarios. Didn't I you? started coming up with scenarios about how the guy wanted to commit suicide. He walked in the water. This is how my brain works. And he decided to go walk in the water and, and you know, and off himself and, or Bigfoot got him and drug him into the woods. Yeah, as a, all your. A, so yeah, I'm not, yeah, hold yeah. on, hold on, just a second, Sean. I'm not sure what that YouTube is. You want to type in what that is, okay? It's a YouTube page. Let them know what that is for me. Go ahead, Paul. Keep going. Um, and, and that's actually y o u t u b e. dot com. I don't know why that dot b is that right. I don't know. Anyway, that's a, a weird extension. But anyways, yeah, um, so after that, and then we went back and ate. I ate uh, couscous, couscous. I'm gonna say couscous, but <laughs> now I ate couscous tuna, and uh, we warmed up some water. And this, and this is really neat. Crystal got me a little oven. It's about this big. It's about this big. Oh, a little oven! How sweet! Yeah, it hooks on this little can, and you yeah. start click, click, and yeah, the fire comes up, and it, and it boils your water nice and I, good. I, I'm super proud. You know, I do love nature. I really do. I would love to go somewhere like that and just be able to, especially the big pine trees. But I'm such a chicken. I would don't know if I'd want to be out there at night. But I've always I love going out out in the outdoors. I think it's beautiful. But I've just got so many issues right now. Bad and, and it's not bad. It wasn't yeah. scary. Um, of course, I could have been because I was with two other guys and maybe I, I don't know. Um, I, and and what I did find out about myself is that it's hard for me to do stuff like this with my family. Yeah, and I think the reason why is because I feel like I need to protect them. Yes, and I am not enjoying myself because I'm in constant protection mode. Yeah. And worried about my kids and what they're going to do and if they're going to get lost. Or, you know, all these things go through your head. That's an anxiety-filled brain. Well, and absolutely. So absolutely. I get to see how I'm going to react because Crystal went off and spent like $1,000 on hiking gear Yeah, for me, her, the two kids. So oh. we, are, we are literally now going back to Hunts. We, um, I, she's already scheduled it. We're going to a camping in, uh, I don't know where exactly where it is, but we're going to go hiking 
and camping for a weekend somewhere in hammocks. The kid had well, the kids have I, their own hammocks. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Their that's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Actually, I'm glad. Um, I I would just be a nervous wreck because the kids I, are so young. That's and the only that's thing. Where I'm gonna be. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. I, and I told Crystal, I said I would never bring the kids into like a winter situation. Yeah. Uh, like what I was in, I said no. I said we're only getting we're gonna camp with them like spring, fall, like. Early fall, not late fall, but early yeah, fall. Yeah, it's way too cold and, to have them out summertime, in summertime, I think it's too hot, but well, we'll see. Wow. But yeah, but Crystal got the bug now. She wants to go. Of um, course. Well, because it's so cool. Excited. You know why the kids are excited? Because they want to eat couscous. <laughs> Jason loves couscous. Wait, oh, he like, does? Yes, I made couscous because I, I got back from the hiking trip and went to my parents' house. And I pulled everything out and showed my parents, hey, this is what I ate. And I made it in front of them. This is how we make it and whatever. And, and my mom's like, what are you, why, why are you doing this? I'm like, cause I want you to experience what I experienced, you know? And they're probably like, gross. We didn't volunteer yeah. to go hiking and camping. And so <laughs> after that, I had them try it. My mom's like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah huh. You know, I'm oh, like, what? Oh, really? Wow. I tried to get my dad to try it. Nah, he's like, I don't, I don't want to try wow. that. Why? He's like, he's like, what do he say? He, what do he say? He goes, I'm not in a survival. I'm not in a survival mode. I don't need to eat that. Yeah, because I'm sure there's been times in his life, being in the military and all that, where he was in a survival mode. And he oh had yeah, he's eating all kinds. He the stuff that he's told me he's eating. I'm like, Ooh. right. So, but, Paul, I want to interrupt you for a minute because yeah, I want to make sure and get these things in. So, uh, folks, we have a really uh, dear friend and one of our our one of our awesome supporters. I don't know if she's on here tonight, but her name is Miss Tambourine K or Tammy K. Tammy Campos. Um, she messaged me this evening and she's feeling kind of down. So I shared a post that she put um, because she had surgery the same day I did on Friday, but her surgery was back surgery and it's a very serious surgery. I had no idea that it was that serious. So I just wanted to remind you guys, I posted this on Facebook. Of course, you're under no obligation. I don't know if you can see it, but it's <clears throat> uh, Tambourine's $5 bling. I want to encourage you all if there's a way that you can go on there and help support her by purchasing any of her jewelry, because she's not able to do her Facebook lives that she normally does to help her business thrive. And she said she's losing customers. She didn't ask for our help, but if, if there's something that we can do to help, let's do it because that's after all what we're here for. Yeah. And right, I think you, I think you need to leave that advertisement up for the rest of the show. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even think about that. That's funny. I'll, I'll just peek around the side. That's funny, Jerry. You so can't get rid of me that easy. Tambourine's $5 bling. If y'all get a chance, ladies and gentlemen, uh, these pieces are only $5 each. She's got rings, bracelets, necklaces, um, um, all kinds of beautiful things. She really does. Go check it out, please, on Facebook. Okay, please support her if you can, if, it, if it's at all possible. Um, because she needs our help and that's what we're here for. We want to help each other. Paul, that's so, Jerry, that is so funny. <laughs> so I, um, I posted another thing on Facebook that I think is pretty awesome. Our dear friend, Jerry, who hasn't got to say much tonight. I'm sorry, Jerry. Sorry. Um, um, as you may or may not know, he did a wonderful book of poetry called, um, two steps forward and one step back or is it backwards? I always get it backwards. I'm yeah, sorry, that's Jerry. Right. That's right. Um, for our veterans. Um, and, I've got to read several of them. So did my husband and they're just incredible. They really, really are, Jerry. You've, you've just so great. Um, but I, I was just blown away because he shared with me a video um, from a young lady. Why don't you tell, oh, yeah. you want to tell the story of that real quick? So yeah. she, um, no, you don't want to. <laughs> he doesn't want to toot his own horn, but I, I'm going to, because I'm very proud of it. So this is what, five years ago, she had posted a video on Facebook 
Um, and I happened to see it, maybe not five years. I don't know how long ago it was, months and months ago that I saw it, way before we started doing this show. And it's hard to portray my mindset when I see something like this, where I see God at work in our lives. And I'm like, wow, you know, God just, he lined things up, you know, and honestly he did. So she posted a video. Um, she wasn't even talking in the video. It was about her, unfortunately, losing her her um, military spouse to yeah. suicide who suffered from severe PTSD. <clears throat> And it was so sad. It really was sad. Um, and it made me cry at the time. And it's it's weird. I, I happened to come up on it, you know, and, and watch it. I think, Paul, that it might have been when we were doing our military spouse. I mean, our uh, our mental health awareness for veterans, I believe, and our other yeah. show. So it's kind of weird. And I had seen it. And I thought it made me cry. It really did. I showed it to Brad. And he's like, wow. And um, so anyway, he posted another video where she had shared with Jerry, I believe, Um and she was reading one of Jerry's poems on Facebook. And she said that she was going to read one of his poems every day, if it was okay with the author. And uh, because he was really helping these veterans. And I just thought, wow, isn't that amazing? So not only did he do such an amazing thing and he's not going to let, he's not going to uh, pat himself on the back, but I'm going to pat him on the back because he told me that, you know, he was selling the books for a while until he ran out of copies and it's a book of poetry, really great poems, really touching. Um, but if if there was a veteran or a veteran's family member that came up, that he would give them the book. So you didn't have to do that. But the fact that you did that, I know that those books have helped a lot of people because she then read one of your poems. And um, I just thought, I don't know, I'm, I'm at the point in my life where I don't, I, I look for things to happen. I look for God's blessing. And to me, that was a blessing. That was an indication that all three of us, how you're here with us, I don't know, but I'm very blessed that you are. Does that make sense? Yeah, she's she's really wonderful. It's uh, Stephanie Mason Limbo, uh, and she's kept her name. Uh, she was in Texas. It would be funny if you found out that she used to live right beside you. Uh, you never know. But uh, she's done a lot of stuff with, uh, gosh, let me think of his name, Gary Neese. Okay. Neese or Neese. Uh, he is the actor from Forrest Gump. Uh, he Gary was, Sinise. Yes. And, oh, yeah, okay. and he was, uh, he was Lieutenant Dan. Yes. And, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, well, he, he, he's got his own band and he travels. As a matter of fact, he's been at Fort Bragg a few times and he does a lot of shows, uh, yes. you know, w for the military, uh, does a lot of fundraising for different, uh, organizations for the military. And she has, uh, been with him on several occasions, talking wow. about suicide awareness and and she did that i don't know when she did the film i can't remember but that i mean it was years ago wow. um, and, and you know it's like i don't i don't know how many views it's had you know a lot. right away it was like forty-four thousand, right out yeah. of the box you know um so and yeah i was really honored that she asked if she could read and yes did it for like a month straight um uh, that's amazing i think reading. that's I think that's amazing. It just goes to show you um, now, not that you are not influential because I absolutely believe that you are, but it just more than anything, it shows you what one act of kindness and one thing, one passion can, how it can ripple out and affect everyone around you. So yes. your book of poetry, it affected you. You wrote it to help others. It in turn helped her and she in turn read it to others and helped others. And you're helping veterans all over the world. And I am proud to say that you're on our show. I really am. And I am blessed beyond belief that God sent you here. You know, it's just cool. I told my husband, I said, I, I don't know why, but I can't help but just think, 
okay, we're on the right path. We're doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Because we keep spreading this, this joy and, and love in any way we can. Um, uh, because there are, yes, Neong, um, she says she loves soldiers, appreciate their work to protect us. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of people suffering out there. And, um, the fact that you're here and anytime you want to shed light on that, on that topic, anytime you let me know, we will make a whole little segment for you, Jerry, maybe next week or anytime you're welcome to read any of your poetry because they're really great poems. Well, I have a few questions for Jerry because this, this topic kind of interests me because, you know, I was a veteran as well. Yes. Um, when you wrote those, when you wrote the, uh, the poetry, was that for your, that was for yourself, right? Like a healing process for yourself. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a long story. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I, cause I remember you talking about it before. Yeah, I, like, you know, I just wasn't sure if you actually wrote it just like for yourself, like it, to help you heal. Most of the poems that are in this book, if you want me to be honest about it, which I'm going to, but uh, most of the poems that was in this book, I've done two books. One, the oh. first one, the first one was uh, I wrote with my daughter and it was more of a, uh, well, I don't know what you call it. More of a, uh, uplifting military family kind of thing. Uh, matter of fact, my wife had us write it because it was, you know, uh, she uh, had a business and she sold it through there. And uh, a lot of, well, a lot of uh, fluffy poems, you know. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, but it was fun. Uh, but in writing this one, the poems were a lot darker. Uh and what I try to do is after I wrote the poems, a lot of times I'd go back to them. We talk about the editing and I'd always try to put a positive spin on it, you know, toward the end or somewhere in there. Uh, because some of them, when they first came out, was really dark uh, without getting into a lot of history. I was also pretty stoned when I wrote most of those on the uh, initial take because, right. I, you know, I was taking Percocet, Valium. I was on morphine drips. I was I had. Yeah. Uh, because of your injuries. Yeah. You were on a lot yeah. of medications, weren't you? I was. So uh, wow. sometimes I look at that and go, Oh my gosh, how did I ever write that poem? Because man, I was, I was wasted, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it, but a, a lot of them really just kind of, yeah, it was a, it was a dark place and it was a way to kind of get it off your chest and express it. And uh, you know, and I, I never shared it with anybody, but I had a friend that, uh, really kind of put the whole guilt trip on me huh. uh and friends that, do that a lot of times yeah yeah and she says you know if your poetry could help even one person why wouldn't you share it amen because Absolutely. you know yeah there's not a lot of people that's going to say oh yeah I, I like poetry and i write poetry and you know we get kind of wrapped around the axle of thinking uh poetry is kind of a you know sissy thing yeah, uh, yeah. You know, especially when you're in the military and you're in charge of security forces and you're writing poetry. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, but poetry is one of those things yeah. where it's I, I see where you're coming from. And I wish people you get that stigma. Yeah. And poetry just isn't about that. Um, what I've noticed is a lot of it is just like a, a it's a healing process for people. You know, some some of it is some of it is, hey, I'm going to have fun. I'm just going to write some rhyming words and go for it. Yeah, um, I just got, I just got your book, Jerry. I'm going to read it. Um, well, if you just, if you oh, good if you stop and think about it, we as in my generation, unfortunately, or actually younger, <laughs> actually older than my generation, even, right? Uh, we've kind of turned a lot of people off from poetry because what do we yeah. do with the kids that were in school? We said, okay, 
it's literature and, and this this month or this whatever creative writing or whatever class they're doing in English, we're going to delve into poetry and we're going to dissect and take apart these poems and find out what do the authors really mean and what was going through their head. And by the time they get finished, the kids are like, oh, poetry. Oh, my gosh. Or yeah. we're going to get into Shakespeare. Yeah. You know, you want to read don't some make it stuff. Read yes. some Shakespearean poetry. You <laughs> For know? real, they don't. They don't make it a practical. They, you know, you. It's too bad because it's something. To me, you know, it's not. They don't make it practical. It's not something a child can relate to and say, "Oh, I want to do that one day." Most of them are like you said. Oh, no, I don't think I want to. I'm tired of this. Oh, I'm sick of this. You know. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of taints your opinion. I was fortunate <laughs> enough that when I was young, I had a creative writing teacher. That was just wonderful. Yes. And I probably shouldn't admit this on, but you know, they're not going to go back and take my diploma away from me. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, it was funny. I'll tell you this story because it's fun. I like funny stories, but I, I remember, uh, you know, we had to come up with a poem. We had to write a poem for creative writing class. And I made a, a, a pretty good amount of pocket change off of that class because I was writing and selling the poems to other <laughs> students. Right. Yeah. And, I never will forget. I, don't blame you. I never will forget it because uh, the the teacher asked me to stay to stay after class, right? And uh, and she handed out you know the grades on our you know poems that we had turned in, and I'm sitting there going, I got a C minus. Well, I had written all these poems, and all of them were A's, but mine was a C, and I kept the best one for myself. Oh my gosh! And he, so he, he set himself up for failure. I know exactly. Yeah. Where oh my and so gosh! I, I came in, and, and the teacher's talking to me, and uh, it's just, yeah, I don't understand. Why did I get a C minus? And I couldn't say because I know, you yeah, know, my point was better than that. <laughs> you uh, couldn't do that. And, and the teacher told me, she says, "You're just darn lucky I didn't give you an F because every poet has their own style, and I saw your style over and over and over again." <laughs> She knew it was you. That's a great teacher. That's a great teacher, though, because you're probably like, oh, bust it. Does that right. mean she knows? Does that mean she doesn't know? I would have been yeah. thinking. Oh. Yeah. And so that year I had to contribute poetry to the yearbook. Uh, and they put some of my poems in the yearbook. Or wow. was, I was I was going to go from a C minus to an F. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. You can do that. Wow. Yeah, that sure. is so cool, <laughs> man. Well, I, 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 for one, you know, in case no one has told you, I'm very impressed with your poems. I think they're beautiful and I am impressed the way you're going to help people. And I am so thrilled that you're here with us. I, I, uh, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. I can't say the word, but I don't believe in them. I believe that you're here because you should be here and we should be spreading love and spreading kindness and helping people explore their passions. I like that. Helping people explore their passions. What are you passionate about? Well, that, 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 like film, that, that clip you were talking about that Stephanie did, I got yes. a big tickle out of it because at the very end of it, and that's one of the reasons I sent it to you, it's like, oh, you'll get a tickle out of this. It's because at the very end of it, she looks at her daughter and says, so what do you think of that? She I goes, saw that. horrible. <laughs> the little girl, she's probably about three or four, said it's horrible. And I was like, oh, my God. That, from the mouths of babes because kids don't get it. They're like, oh, that is yeah. I wasn't even good. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what, Paul and Jerry, and I see Nicole's on the side. Um, it's almost that time. It's already 10 after nine. We've had a great time. I hope y'all have had fun tonight, folks. Um, I never want to leave. One, one, one more question. I have one more yes. question for Jerry real fast before we, before yes. we end this. Okay. I have your first book, which is one. 
what was it? Two step Two forward, step one, forward step back. one step back. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, and you said you have a second one? I no, we we well actually that's my second one. My first oh, okay. one, we just did uh, a self-publishing and we used to sell them to you know spouses and well, oh, okay, it so was, it's not it was, available. No, it, it was a hard copy and it was really fun, but we used to do uh, like a lot of graduations, military based training graduations, awesome. stuff like that. Where and, and it had a lot of, you know, like I said, nice poetry. Had a lot of funny poetry in it. Yeah. Uh, I and, love uh, comedy really stuff. And, so they you know, can go to Amazon also to find your books, right? Your book. Um, they, Jerry they can, Bradley. They can go to the one to find two steps forward and one step back. We didn't okay. we didn't put out on the uh, web the other one. Okay. Uh, electronically so it was it but the, the it, you know like the uh the other one had fun stuff in it like the T murphy's laws of the military spouse and stuff like that it was just a lot of fun oh um, i bet that was fun so i want to tell you what nicole said she said thank you so much she's getting ready to sing cosmic cowboy live in her la open mic well good luck to you thank you so much um nicole we really appreciate you coming on um, yeah, we really, really do. You did a great job. We loved your videos and I know we'll be hearing more from you folks. If she gets a, she's going to post her video on YouTube and send me the link and I will be posting it on Carolyn's corner live and on our group. So you can check it out yourself. Um, make sure you support local singer songwriters whenever you can, wherever you can, whenever you can. Did I already say whenever? Do it as often yeah. as you can. And local authors and God only knows who else we're going to have coming up. I'm leaving all that up to Paul and, and Jerry. I do know we have a great uh, surprise guest next week. I would tell him, Jerry, but I think it should be a surprise, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's great. And I think it's going to be wonderful. Uh, I think so, too. I'm really excited. We, we do have an surprise. author. Yeah, yeah, we have that surprise guest that I'm kind of going to be surprised about because I have no idea what's going on. I'm and excited. Then, and then we have an author that's coming on next week as well. Um, her name is Danielle Royce. I'm going to go ahead and I'm say it because I'm, I don't want to be a surprise. Yeah, I'm excited um, about this one too. I actually went hiking with her husband and I found out about her because we were hiking. Oh. And, and he said, hey, my wife wrote a book because I was talking about the podcast and everything. Yeah. Because my wife wrote a book. And I'm like, really? So I started finding more out about it. And I found out that, you know, the, she passed away. Um, oh. Yeah. No, 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 no. She's still alive. But okay, okay. Book, I was gonna the, say. okay, I know. I, I kind of got ahead of myself. No, I got you now. She had, I got you now. She had, she had an abscess in her back. She got an infection and then she died on the on the operating table. Oh, my gosh. And oh. then she came back. I cannot wait. I love books like she that. She wrote a book about her time in heaven. Oh, my gosh. I cannot I mean, wait. I, I'm reading I, it right now. Oh, boy. You got to share it with me. Um, you I know me because I, that's one of the promises that I made. I said, if we're going to have guests on here. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna at least get the Kindle book, at least skim through it, read a bit. Yes. And that's one of the things that I, that I said I was gonna do, and I've done it so far. You know, I'm I've, so I've, proud of you. Thank I've you. I've got Paul. like five now support. I know now you're gonna have a big library built up, aren't you, Paul? Oh yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. because I, these are things that um like like Jerry, like I know he mentioned something about a book before, but this is the first yes. time opportunity I actually had to talk to him about it. Yes. And as soon as he said that a book of poetry, I'm, I'm Crystal's gonna love it because I I, I got it. She's probably gonna read it because she loves poetry. That's probably yes. the only thing I can really get her to read a lot. So yeah, it's going to be great. Well, it's yeah. going to be great. Gosh, I'm excited. And next week. So we have that amazing author. I am so excited to hear that about that book because I love stories about that. I wrote, I read one called 90 minutes in heaven and I met the author yep. and I was just, Oh, it was such a great book. He was from here locally and it was such a great, I cannot wait to hear her take. I'm, I'm always trying to compare them because I have my own visual of what I think. Of, you know what I mean? I just like, Oh, 
oh, I wonder what she saw. You know, it's so exciting. It's almost like Christmas morning. What did she see? What did she see? So I hate to, gosh, we have one minute, guys. We're trying to keep it down to um, time. But I've had a great night tonight. I hope you all have had a great night. Um, Nicole, thank you so much. Sarah likes poetry too, by the by the way. You saw it, Sarah. Awesome. Make sure y'all tune in next week. Same same bat channel, same bat time, <clears throat> 7.30 Central, right here on Carolyn's Corner Live. And you can reach us so many different ways. I didn't even get to get to all the new ways. Yes. We're everywhere now, y'all. Whoa, we're everywhere now. I'm telling you. Now we're on Google we're Podcasts, everywhere. we're on Spotify. We're everywhere. Y'all are gonna, and there is Jerry's book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back by Jerry Bradley. Make sure you check that out on Amazon. Make sure you t- check out Paul Gallagher's books on Amazon, PRG Books on Amazon.com. Right, Paul? Yes. Make sure you go to YouTube and all the music platforms and check out H. Nicole Anderson or Harper Nicole Anderson songs. In the meantime, take care of each other. Spread love and joy wherever you can, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. We love you all, and we really do mean that. Take care of yourself. If it's bad today, hold on. It'll get better tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great night, guys. Bye, guys. Be kind and be safe. Yes, thank you, Paul. Good night, y'all.